Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. The Lazy Lines are one of the most blue-chip projects on Ethereum. Their community is strong. They show up for Twitter spaces. They're all over the place. They go to in-real-life events. They're showing up at basketball games all over the place. However, even they are down considerably from where they were at the beginning of the year. Only about two months ago, they were trading at a 2ETH floor, meaning the cheapest NFT within the project that was listed was at 2 ETH, but now you could get in for 0.5 ETH. So that's considerably down from where they were. This market is down. A lot of projects are down. However, within this project, there is a group called the Lazy Hats. It is a trait group and the Lazy Hats are trading at almost 10x the floor of the rest of the project. In fact, only two of them are listed below 5 ETH. And although the Lazy Hats aren't even the rarest traits within the Lazy Lions, today we're going to discuss why they're trading at such a high premium. Over the last couple weeks, I've spent a lot of time around the Lazy Hats, seeing how they think, how they interact, how they invest into NFTs. And I have to say, I was very impressed by them. They're a tight-knit group. They have been together for a very long period of time. And this is where they're separating between the paper hands and the diamond hands. And it is very hard to have a group of people that are willing to diamond hand something in a project, meaning that they're willing to hold on to it for the long term. This space has very short attention span and people are flipping out of projects within 24 hours and even that sometimes is a long time for certain people. But these lazy hats, they're definitely into the project for the long haul. And they have rallied around each other with a group of people that also have that same mindset of building something for the future and not just looking for a quick dollar. And generally speaking, a floor price is set by a paper hand, someone that is willing to sell and dump out. And especially when we're talking about someone who needs quick liquidity, they're going to undercut the floor and have it listed the lowest, hoping that they get the quickest sale. For whatever reason, they need the ETH or the change it out to cash, whatever it is, I don't know. But generally speaking, when someone needs liquidity, they're going to undercut the floor to get a quick sale. And with a project with 10,000 people, there are bound to be people that are going to be short for cash, made some bad investments, needed for rent, an emergency might come up, and they're going to have to sell and get their money very quickly. And that's what brings down the floor price. Certain times, a project could be strong, they could be doing some great things, and someone will undercut the floor just because they really need the liquidity. So with 10,000 people, that is bound to happen. However, within a trait group, you can have a little bit more stability. People could be in it for the long run because in the case of the lazy hats, there's only 255 lazy hats. So for these particular holders to get into the lazy hat group, well, first of all, you're going to have to have a premium to get into it. But then once they're in it, they know that these are the long hold people, the people that are not just going to dump on the floor and move out very quickly because there's such a premium with the brand. It is not like when you undercut the floor, if you do need liquidity, that you have to go all the way down to 0.5. You're just going to have to go down to just under 5 ETH. And since people want to get into the lazy hats, it's as if they've set their own floor. Another thing that is very unique about a trait group is since it is a smaller number of people, it can be more intimate. They can actually get to know each other a lot better because most likely you're not going to meet all 10,000 holders of a particular NFT project or 555888, whatever it is for that particular NFT project. But the Lazy Lions, it is the 10,000 project, the generative 10K project. And that is sort of the standard still to this point. However, it is very hard to meet all of those people. Now, 
255 holders when some of these people could actually have multiple lazy hats it is a lot easier to get to know them get to know what they're like as a person get to communicate with them hang out with them and this is what makes a trait group very interesting because since it is very distinguishing they stand out as soon as you see a lazy hat on twitter or wherever you know that is a lazy hat because it says lazy right across the top it is very prominent very distinct and within those 255 people they group together they connect with each other and this is not necessarily saying this is like a click they're better than everyone else because ultimately the value comes from the project being valuable so it's not like they're bad mouthing the rest of the project or hating on the project or trying to bring clout on the whole project and stand up and make themselves better than everyone else it's that they are just clinging to each other knowing that they're long-term investors and they have picked a particular trait to rally around and they have their own branding on Twitter. They have sometimes a trait group might have a Twitter handle itself. They hold their own spaces. They have events. They have promotions. They have charity and all sorts of things that they do to add value to that particular trait. So when the market takes a downturn, such as what we're seeing today right now, when everything is just going down in value and down in value, these trait groups tend to hold their value a lot better. And you're starting to see a lot of this pop up in various projects. I can think of the Apocalyptic Apes. They have the Sawblade community, the Bulls and Apes project. They're now having this board skater bull community, which is a trait within the project. They have these skateboards. So that's where the whole boards skater bulls comes to play. And if you just browse around Twitter, Twitter spaces that you'll definitely start to see various groups popping up. And that is what they're trying to do. They're rallying around a group of people that they can get to know better. They can plan events with, they can hold spaces. And it's a lot harder to get lost in the crowd of 10,000 or whatever that particular project is. So ultimately, this is a people game. And the more connections, the more people that you're willing to rally around, get to know, the stronger you can actually make a community be. And as a founder has this whole objective of building a brand and putting value onto the 10,000 pieces or whatever it might be. But as an individual holder, your one NFT might only be... 0.0001% of the entire project because that's one in 10,000. However, within a trait group, let's say you just have one lazy hat. That actually in turn is 0.004%. So you have a lot more influence. And I know that sounds like a very small number, but just think about it. Having 255 versus 10,000, you'll stand out a lot more amongst the 255. So is trait group branding and rallying around a particular trait group all good for a project? No, there's pluses and there's minuses. There's always that potential that a trait group becomes like the in-click and they have the potential of seeing themselves as being better than the rest of the project and there might be a little bit of animosity or some tension between the rest of the holders and the rest of the group. However, if done correctly, a trait group does not stand above everyone else and snub their nose at the rest of the project because ultimately, if they do that, they're actually diminishing the value of their own trait group. The tide lifts all boats. So in theory, a trait group that is going to the moon should elevate the rest of the project because it would only raise that trait group up as well. But of course, we're dealing with people, we're dealing with personalities, and different things could definitely set in. So there are some dangers when it comes to these trait group marketings and holding their own spaces, possibly having their own discords and all sorts of things. There could be a lot of animosity. However, if done correctly, it's a win-win for everybody. And let's be honest, if we really love a project, most likely we collect multiple NFTs within that project. So that also means that you're in multiple trait groups as well. So 
if you find success in one particular trait group, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to abandon all the other ones because, again, the project is a project as a whole. If it does well, the trait group does well. So there's actually even an incentive for these premium trait groups to actually reach out and buy other NFTs and help to bring value to the other trait groups as well. So that is one of the most interesting things that I've found because at the most part, I've always looked at NFT projects as a whole. And I look at the traits that I particularly like as an individual. And although I realized that certain traits were more popular, although they might not be the rarest, I didn't really understand why until spending some time with the lazy lines. Understanding that is not about the rarity why that trait is so coveted. It's about the community that's within the community. So it's a sub-community, if you will. So hopefully you found that very interesting. This is a short and sweet one, but I thought it was one of the most valuable things that I've learned within the last couple of weeks, and I want to pass it on to you. And if you're enjoying this content and would like to hear about more breaking news and more time-sensitive information, a great place to get that is niftybusinessweek.com, which is the weekly newsletter, comes out on Thursdays, where I have a lot of stories that I might not cover within these episodes. And just forgetting that, if you have a wax wallet, just simply reply with it, and I'll airdrop you an exclusive NFT. So as usual, I want to thank you for listening as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.